0: Hey guys, welcome back. Today's episode was inspired by a listener who submitted a question about books and recommendations I would have in regards to self-help and business development and branding, which I'm happy to share. I absolutely love this question and I also wanted to talk to you guys about money because as I'm answering this question, a lot of my own personal growth has stemmed by me reinventing and reconditioning my relationship towards money. So a lot of the books that I'm going to recommend are going to be along those lines, which I think will help you attract more income into your life, but also ease some of the stress and the scarcity mindset. a lot of us have when we're starting our business or growing it so stay tuned hi i'm jade hernandez a camouflage tattoo artist and educator i help beauty bosses effectively market their business and become the authority in their field close more leads and make more money In the past six years, I've launched two successful beauty businesses to multiple six figures with over 100 five-star raving reviews and several media press spotlights. While most marketers will tell you to hustle and work harder for success, I'll show you how to create more value from the inside out so that you work less, make more, and truly expand and transform your business and life. This is the Beauty Expanded Podcast. A listener had emailed me and she asked, Hi Jade, I am a fan of your podcast. I started a PMU business last year and have been inspired listening to your podcast episodes. I was wondering if you recommended any books that have helped you along your journey, whether finance, business, self-help, branding, beauty, etc. Any and all recommendations would be greatly appreciated. When I got this email, I was really stoked because I love reading. It's actually one of the most relaxing self-care things that I'll do for myself, and I love learning. On top of that, I'm a huge advocate for personal development because I think when you understand and really get to know who you are, that's when magic begins to happen in your external life, whether it's the type of relationships that you begin to attract, the conversations, The quality of happiness always deepens when you have a more intimate relationship with yourself because it just opens up so many doors for you to be able to connect with others, connect with the universe, your spirit, spirituality, all of that good stuff that makes life so much more meaningful than waking up every day and going about your routine, working, coming home, eating dinner, etc., So when I got this question, it brought me back to memory lane of some of my favorite books. And this isn't going to be a long list. These are going to be my top, top recommendations that have completely transformed my life. I'll also be sharing podcasts that I personally listen to to help re-inspire and motivate me. Also, some of the personal development coaches that I've had throughout my life since I've been on this journey, I believe when I was 18 years old. And since then, I have always, always been in some sort of coaching program. I'll definitely be sharing with you guys who has helped me in my own personal growth so that you can check them out too. Diving in, one of the books that really stood out for me was Jen Sincero, You Are a Badass at Making Money. And the reason why I was really intrigued by this book is because at that point in my life, I had already sold my airbrush tanning business. I was pregnant and we were broke. I had taken a little too much time trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And after I had paid off some debt, we were just not in a really great financial situation. My husband was working three jobs, supporting me as I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. On top of that, when I decided that I wanted to get into tattooing, I had to pay for that training course. And we really didn't have a ton of money. I was building websites on the side for small businesses, making ends meet, but really it was a very stressful time in my life. And I grabbed this book because I really wanted to shift my relationship with money. I knew that there was something I was doing to attract the scarcity and the fear in my life. And it was a really great read. It's fun. It's fast. And the one thing that I got from reading this book was the confidence to ask for help. This book is what inspired me to reach out to a friend who is a multi-millionaire, if not billionaire. I had lunch with him and I told him my plans about camouflage tattooing. I had already invested in the training, but I was really, really strapped for cash. I didn't want to ask my husband for money because he was already working three jobs And so I asked my friend if he would be able to loan me money. I believe it was a $10,000 loan for me to jumpstart my business, get a website up, pay for a studio lease, pay for the supplies, the marketing, all that stuff. And typically, that's something that I would never, ever do because I had a lot of shame in regards to where I was in life at that moment. And then also just a lot of embarrassment and fear around asking someone for money. It was really uncomfortable, but because of this book, it's what inspired me to push through. It was a really great conversation with my friend. He had asked me to write out a formal business proposal, which I did. We had a couple more conversations, and long story short, he loaned me the money, which I was making payments back to him. But going through him really helped me because. I didn't have an exorbitant amount of interest fees. There was no deadline. He was extremely flexible with the amount of money I was paying him back, how frequently, all of that stuff. So because that really helped catapult my business and relieve the stress from my husband, so that was one less thing that he had to think about. That was me being able to receive from someone else. So not only give me the strength and confidence to ask someone for money, but then also be open to receiving it. Because I asked for money, it actually catapulted me into being able to feel more comfortable asking people for money in my day-to-day operations. Every time I send out a quote to someone, I am asking them to pay me for a service at X amount of dollars. And for those of you that don't know, what I do is considered high ticket. It's very easy for me to charge thousands of dollars for someone to get their stretch marks camouflage. And through that experience, it's made it easier to talk about money, to feel good and okay to charge more, to not be worried that my competitor charges hundreds and hundreds of dollars less than me. All of that has really helped me stand in my power when it comes to the infinite flow of money coming in and out of my life, of receiving it and giving it. The other thing I really liked about this book is she talks about her own experience with poverty and how she became a really successful author. And she talks about her own shame and wounded stories of money that she grew up with. Long story short, I really love this phrase and I don't have it in front of me, so I'm I'm probably going to butcher it up. But I remember reading about how we have all these stories, these loaded stories about money. And one of them that I would hear all the time was money is the root of all evil. And I think a lot of you can relate to that. One thing that Jen does in this book is she has you pivot that story. She has you shift that story and you answer that for yourself. Because money isn't the root of any evil. Money is just money. It's just a tangible substance. It's something literal that you can feel. Before cash was even available, gold was essentially the currency of money and gold isn't evil it's not good either it just is so she dives into that concept further in her book and I do remember when I read it this was years 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 ago I remember I took a post-it note and I would literally train my mind to change that story to money is the root of all freedom money is the root of all choices money is the root of generosity and I began to put these post-it notes in my car on my mirror so that I could retrain my subconscious mind to stop thinking that money was the root of all evil because if I continued to think that money was the root of all evil then how would I ever expect to make a lot of money subconsciously my mind would want to prevent maybe even self-sabotage me from making a lot of money because in my head there's this story that says that money is the root of all evil so those two takeaways were the biggest ones for me in that particular book and again it's a really easy read she has a couple of other books as well i love her style i love her voice and i think No, I know that it can definitely shift something in you in regards to sparking that new story and new relationship with money. The other book that I really loved reading was The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Mason. What I really got from this book was that in life, you can't ever avoid having problems. Life will always have challenges. That's what we came here to do on earth is to learn our own lessons. And so the goal should never be to get rid of all your problems because that's unrealistic. You're always going to have to deal with other people. You're always going to be growing some ways, somehow. So there's always going to be problems. But the one thing that I got about this book that I really loved his perspective, which then shifted my perspective, is that the goal in life should be rather that you trade in bad problems for better problems. And what he means by that is, for example, As I'm growing my business, it's always hard or a challenge to scale your business because scaling your business means do you hire an employee? Do you take on that expense? Are you capable of training that employee to be able to serve your clients in the standard or in the way that you would? More money, more problems. You guys have all heard that. So that's a good problem to have. Rather than a problem that is I have zero clients and I'm in a ton of debt, right? I would rather have the problem of scaling my business and seeing what that entails versus being completely broke, being in debt with bills overflowing and not having one interested client in my services. So those are two problems, but one is better than the other. And that's the biggest takeaway that I got from reading that book. I think if you struggle with taking things personally, if you're struggling with anxiety and you worry a lot about small things, I think this is going to be a really great read for you because there is an overlay of not giving a crap about the small things and to really focus on the things that are going to make you more fulfilled. But for me personally, I just really loved that shift in perspective. Because anytime I am a little stressed at work, I always think, okay, this is, this is a good problem to have. As my business grows, these are growing pains, but this is a good problem to have. These are much better problems that I'm dealing with today than I did four years ago when I was really broke and I could see the strain and the stress my husband was going through to support our family. The last book that I'm going to recommend is what I consider my personal Bible. It's not a Bible, but it's called Women Who Run With the Wolves, and it's written by Clarissa Pincola, and it's folklore stories, so there's a lot of symbolism, and there's a lot of depth to unpack. This book in particular was a godsend for me. When I read this book, I was going through a chapter of my life where I was really getting to know myself. I had already been diving into personal development, and I think the deeper you dive into personal development, that's when things begin to get real. You start uncovering some wounds, some really big heartbreaks in your life, betrayal, all of those things. And during that time, when I was in the midst of just uncovering a lot of pain and heartache, this book was my best friend. It's a pretty thick read, and you don't read it from front to back. You can literally just read whatever story you feel compelled to read. But there were so many aha moments in this book. It's poetic. It's extremely deep. It talks about what it means to be a woman. And even though these are stories, they do relate to all struggles that women go through to this very day. Talking about societal norms and expectations to be beautiful. It talks about rejection. It talks about relationships ending and beginning and going through different phases from when you're dating someone and it's really exciting to the moment that things begin to get real and you start uncovering who they really are and the mourning and the loss of people that we love. It's a shedding of sorts. This book, I feel every woman should read. If you are in a stage in your life where you're going through something, whether it's a breakup, divorce, or reinvention of defining who you are and what your identity is, this book is a must read. There are so many highlights, so many notes, so much journaling when I was reading this book. I would write letters to my girlfriends and share with them some of these passages from this book just because she beautifully understands and writes all the heart of what it means to be a woman. And that's why I jokingly say that this is a Bible for women, because you will not only have a deeper understanding of who you are, but how powerful you are as a woman. You know, it's interesting. I had shared about my tummy tuck procedure on Instagram, and I had someone comment saying how appreciative they were that I was so vulnerable and that I'm always supporting other women and just being so open. And my natural response was, well, of course, I personally love being a woman, and so therefore, I love women. Because I love being a woman, and the essence of femininity, and what being a woman entails, all of our emotions, and how we go about this world... It doesn't take away from men at all. Like I love men and I don't feel in order for me to stand in my power that somehow I need to disempower men. I love men because they are different. And this book really made me appreciate the mother in me and the daughter in me and the sister in me and the women in me that was never shown to me by my own mother. So if you have any mommy issues, or if you don't have a great relationship with your mother or maybe the women role models in your life, this book will literally mother you. This book is what I would aspire to be if I had a daughter. It made me fall in love with myself, and I can't recommend this enough. This book is everything. So those are the three books that I wanted to mention. The other thing that I love to do is I also love to watch TED Talks. TED Talks are awesome. They're online and you can watch all these videos from all sorts of subjects, from science to confidence to sexuality. It is basically a a speaking event of thought leaders who are shifting or challenging what we perceive as the norm and giving us a different perspective. I love watching Simon Sinek. I might have pronounced his name wrong. Simon Sinek or Sinek. He is an extremely brilliant man who has really incredible ways of looking at things. I like Malcolm Gladwell, Brene Brown, Esther Perel. Brene Brown talks about vulnerability and the power in that Esther Perel talks about relationships, she talks about infidelity, she talks about commitment, she talks about dating, she talks about what it means to be married for 20 plus years and how do you keep the spark and passion alive. She's extremely thought-provoking and just very interesting and I love her accent, everything about her. So I will dive into TED Talks because it is a creative outlet for me to be able to think about things differently. I love that. I think that's, you know, where a lot of shifts begin to happen is all it takes is just one shift in perspective. So I would definitely look into TED Talks. There was a, gosh, I don't remember her name, but there was a woman who I was watching a sexuality video on. The one thing that I got out of it was that she had interviewed a ton of people in college. And she was really surprised that so many women claimed that when they had sex, that they would fake their orgasms. So she began to dive deeper into that. And long story short, one of her suggestions was, as we're raising women and as we're raising our daughters, we should be talking to them about safe sex, of course. But more so, why does it always have to be just about safe sex? Because the thing is, is that kids are going to have sex, right? Eventually, you're all going to have sex. And so she talks about how instead, what if we broaden that conversation to talk about a woman owning her pleasure? So that way, when she is having sex with her partner, boyfriend, whoever, that she feels empowered to ask for what she wants so that she can experience the pleasure of sex just as men do, so she can experience it as not just a giving of herself to please someone else, but rather that she can stand in her power and have a say in that. And that to me was just mind boggling because I was definitely not brought up like that. But wow, I could just imagine what a game changer that would be if more parents not only talked about safe sex and how, you know, taking birth control and all that stuff, but like how you actually have a voice too when it comes to your own sexuality instead of feeling ashamed about it or instead of feeling like this is one more thing that you are expected to give of yourself. I just really love that. And so those are the type of things that I'll learn from TED Talks. I'll also watch YouTube videos, which reminds me, I love watching traditional tattooists, shade. I love watching how they pick colors. I love watching them work on themselves. When I think about the permanent makeup industry, yes, it's been around for a really long time, but body art has been around for even longer. And there's a lot to learn about the ancient rituals of tattooing. And then also learning about how body tattooists shade and what kind of needles they use and why they use that particular needle. I have learned a lot of my own camouflage tattooing and mechanisms through learning from traditional body tattooists. They have a plethora of knowledge that you can extract and apply to your business. And the way that I think about it is they have been doing this way longer than me. So I have a lot of respect for that. I also listen to a lot of podcasts. One of my favorites is Jim Fortin. He is a transformational coach who talks a lot about reprogramming your subconscious. And honestly, I've never heard anyone talk about money in the ways that he does. I discovered Jim last year and had started listening to his podcast and then knew that once he opened up his doors, which he only does twice a year to his transformational coaching program. That I wanted to sign up. Currently, I am in his transformational coaching program and I've loved it. I even extended it. So after the program is over, you can continue on to something that's a little bit deeper, kind of like the next phase of his coaching program. He's actually opening up the doors relatively soon. So I'm not sure when you're listening to this, but he only does it twice a year. And I have learned so much from him. The biggest thing I've learned from Jim is not only about the concept of Aini, but that dives into the flow of money, giving and receiving. Last year, I made the most I've ever made my entire life. I almost nearly doubled my income. And I've also never have donated as much money as I ever had last year as well. I really challenged myself in getting into the flow of money giving it away as much as receiving it and learning about who I needed to be rather than do to get more money, but who I needed to be as an identity. And he dives much more into that in his podcast and then obviously through his coaching program. The other thing I really like about Jim that was mind-blowing for me is that he always says we don't get what we want in life. We get our habits. That was a game changer for me. Let me just repeat that for you guys because that is deep. You don't get what you want in life. You get your habit. When you break this down, we all have habits that we don't even think about, that we just do unconsciously. Brush our teeth, work out, get the kids ready, go to work, drive on the freeway. And We don't even have to think about driving to work. You could be texting, talking to someone, you could be daydreaming, listening to music, listening to a podcast, and sometimes arrive to work and wonder, oh my God, how the hell did I get to work? I wasn't even paying attention. It's because subconsciously, that's a habit. And so it's ingrained in you that you don't even have to think about it. I heard somewhere that we make 35,000 decisions a day. That is a lot of decisions to be made. And there's no way that you can be actively present for all of those decisions. And so a lot of them go autopilot. What Jim digs further in his coaching program is what habits are you creating in your life? And are they healthy habits? Are they good habits for you? Are they habits that align with what you want? Or are your habits actually taking you away from what you want? Because you don't get what you want in life, you only get your habits. So whatever habits you have in place in your life is going to result in the results that you have. So for example, if you want to be a millionaire, what habits do you need to implement into your daily life for you to become that millionaire? It's not a matter of doing more, more, more because if that was true. If hard work equated to making more money, the construction workers on the side of the freeway at 120 degree weather outside in Arizona would be millionaires, but millionaires are not working that hard. He just completely flipped my whole mind when it came to money mindset, how to attract money, the energy of money, and really shifting my identity to become someone that money flows to very easily. I love him. I would definitely check out his podcast and I would highly recommend if this jives with you to take it a step further and actually sign up for his coaching program because the one thing about self-help books and podcasts and TED Talks is that we do consume a lot of information but the difference between me and someone else is that I know that I need to apply the actions in order to truly transform my life. I know that it's easy for you to kind of get something. You read something, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. But if the magic doesn't happen. The changes don't happen until you actually do it, until you actually implement it, until you take action. When I went through his coaching program, I really had to challenge myself and reestablish my identity so that I can be a millionaire, so that I can have habits that will subconsciously begin to carve a millionaire future for me and going back to my friend who had loaned me the money I literally sent him a text and I was like I'm in this coaching program and I told him exactly what I had learned about the habits and I asked him what habits do you have I'm just curious what are your daily habits what's your morning habit what's your afternoon habit and he shared that with me and I took that into serious consideration of what I needed to do for myself One of the things that I do is actually make my bed every morning. I know that's a simple thing, but it's a commitment that I've made myself. It's a discipline that I've committed to that is unbreakable. I make my bed because it's a great habit to have, but more so it's a commitment I've made to myself every day. So no matter how chaotic the morning is, if we've woken up late or if Jet is acting crazy, no matter what, I will take the five seconds to make that bed because it's a commitment for me and it was a way for me to rediscipline myself to create a new habit for myself. But the other podcast that I really like is James Wedmore. It's the Mind Your Business podcast. I really love him. And by the way, they're all friends. So I'm going to be introducing you another podcast that I really like. But James Wedmore is is great friends with Jim, which is great because he talks a lot more about business development, the online entrepreneur, the self-branded entrepreneur, which we are our own brands. I also love it because his feelings, his perspective, his mindset on money is very similar to Jim's. And so I never feel pulled into a different direction when I listen to James, but he is more business development focused. He's super quirky, but he gives really great advice about how to stand out, how to automate your business, how to integrate some of these personal development habits into your business, how to grow it. So I definitely listen to his podcast and I follow him on Instagram and and just love all the stuff that he shares. The third podcast that I wanted to recommend was Brandon Lucero. So Brandon, James, and Jim are all great friends. And same thing, Brandon dives into the subconscious as well. But I just recently signed up for Brandon's messaging program. I'm currently in Jim Fortin's coaching program and Brandon's. And Brandon talks a lot about messaging and how that is a little different than James is that that is his only subject matter is how to create effective messaging that literally speaks to people in a way that's deep, that's thought provoking so that you can improve their life. I literally just signed up a couple of weeks ago, so I'm just in the beginning of diving into his modules. I'm in his Facebook group and I love everything I'm learning so far. I will be experimenting with my messaging as the months go by. But listening to his podcast, he shares a lot about what his coaching program entails and freely gives out information. All of his advice is awesome. One of the things I've been learning is to be really specific in your messaging. Because we make 35,000 decisions a day, A lot of things are on autopilot. So when someone is telling you something that you've heard a million times over, it just goes in one ear and out the other. A lot of his program is about how do you word things in a way that people will hear it, but once they hear it, they can actually be served by you. They can be helped by you. They can improve their lives by you. When I think about camouflage tattooing, I wouldn't say it's overly saturated yet, but it will definitely get there just makes sense to me. So I can already see that, right? Like I can already forecast that. And there's a way in which I want to deepen my messaging so that I can attract a certain type of client when the market turns over and is super saturated. Even though I feel like I am already somewhat of a leader in the camouflage world, I always constantly want to evolve. That's one thing personally that I value is I value evolvement, whether it's in my business, whether it's in my personal life. I always want to be on the quest of improvement. And when I say improvement, I'm not saying I want to be on the quest to do more things and to add more things onto my plate. I actually want to do the opposite of that. I want to keep retracting things away and really focus on the things that bring me complete joy and fulfillment. So I signed up with his messaging program because this is an area where I know I can continually learn and deepen within myself so that I can continually attract the type of clients that I want. This is something that I'm currently doing. I'm having a lot of fun with that. But again, I think he answers a ton of FAQs and listener questions and he does lives. I think you're just going to really love him and begin to pivot some of your messaging when it comes to you marketing yourself and putting yourself out there. So those are the three podcasts that I wanted to share. And then the other thing I wanted to share is, I've mentioned this in my past podcast before, I know that I'm a relatively confident person. What I mean by that is I am a confident as in I'm a very secure person in who I am. And the reason for that is because I know myself in and out. When people are like, oh, I know you better than you know yourself, like, no, like, I really know myself better than anyone else. And I take a lot of pride in that. The reason why is because, again, I've been doing personal development for a really long time, but more so I've actually been accountable and taken action. And that's why my life has completely transformed. But a lot of that stems from my beginnings with a company called Intuitive Development. And they are in Arizona. They had a facility where they would do classes and courses, but now it's all online. It's called the Center for Intuitive Development. And it really shifted my whole trajectory of my life. Growing up in an abusive household, I had a lot of wounds. I had a chip on my shoulder. I was kind of going down the wrong path. And that's when I discovered ID or intuitive development and began to do their courses and holy moly, it awakened me to myself. I actually began to get to know who I was. I began to know and understand my triggers and because I was aware of that, then I knew what to do with it. I was able to take control of my life And really broaden that intimacy and who I am. And that is why I have the type of confidence that I have today is through their program. I was with them for years, I would say like over 10 years. And just recently started going into Jim Fortin's stuff. But Intuitive Development has my heart. They've known me for a really long time and I cannot recommend their courses enough. If you feel like you don't really know who you are, I would definitely take them into consideration. They have amazing support and just a really great way to really begin to understand the makings of who you are and why you are the way that you are. And then more importantly, what you can do with those things to evolve so that you're not repeating the same patterns that may be sabotaging the things that you really want in life. It will definitely deepen a sense of who you are. And that can be, so just a warning, that can be very confronting at times. But I promise you, stay the course. It's all from love. And though it may not be easy for us to look at maybe some of the negative things about ourselves or the things that we're kind of weak on or we may feel some judgment or shame towards, it will give you a better overview of, because at the end of the day, you're gonna learn how to be compassionate to yourself. And the more grace you give yourself, you're going to love yourself through it which will then give you the freedom to be able to love others for their shortcomings so I would check them out and then the other thing that recently last year I discovered was through Jim Fortin he's really big on hypnosis I've shared this on past episodes but I love hypnosis I will listen to them at night when I fall asleep I'll listen to them sometimes in the morning Depending on what I'm going through, there is a website called hypnosisdownloads.com. They range anywhere between $8 to $14 to $20 if you buy a bundle. I'm going to be doing a speaking engagement in May in Vegas at the scalp show. And I literally downloaded hypnosis to help me with fear of public speaking. Even though I can talk to a microphone on a podcast, this is very intimate for me, but in an expo type of setting, I just want to be confident So I will start listening to that particular hypnosis, but I've listened to so many hypnosis about being able to manifest what I want, hypnosis on abundance, hypnosis on money. There's a ton of different categories like anxiety, depression. If you're interested in that, it's a site that I would highly recommend. I mean, they have over 100 hypnosis audios and you can choose whatever it is that you may be struggling with. $14, you know, isn't a ton of money if for whatever reason this doesn't work for you and you don't jive with it. No problem. You know, $14, I think, is is worth at least a shot. But that's one thing that I have been doing to help me on a subconscious level. And I can say that it's helped. And if anything, I wish I had known about hypnosis way earlier in my life. So I hope that helps you. I really loved answering this question and I'd be so excited to see what your thoughts are, hear about them if you decide to get any of these books or even check out some of these podcasts or the personal development programs that I talked about. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.